Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money of M89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Culture Club. Uh, this uh, next conversation might serve as a bit of a public service announcement because uh, this one's for the parents. Kidstopia, Singapore's mega indoor kids edutainment playground has reopened. Yeah, it's got a all-revamped flagship outlet at Marina Square. Not just that, it's also expanding its presence to more heartlands with the opening of two new outlets uh, at Woodley Mall as well as Safra Chuachukang. This is happening uh, one in this month and another in June. Um, in fact, with a distinct theme, Kidstopia Club Woodley Mall and Bouncetopia Safra Chuachukang will offer more unique concepts and experiences via its holistic range of customized programs and activities for uh, little kizos and families to enjoy a fun and wholesome family experience. Let's find out a little bit more about Kidstopia's further expansion plans with Heidi Tien, the founder and CEO of Kidstopia. Heidi, good afternoon. How are you? Hello, good afternoon, Elliot. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, this is uh, good fun. Uh, Singapore's mega indoor kids edutainment playground. I mean, what is Kidstopia all about other than a little bit of a break for parents? <laughs> all right. So we funded back to 2019, just right before COVID. And then uh, throughout the last four years, uh, we expanded from uh, brick and mortar business and then also uh, venture into a pop-up event. And then we also, uh, you know, enforce our play to learn and learn to play. Mm. And then we uh, infuse a lot of uh, learning elements uh, throughout the day-to-day as well as the monthly and quarterly uh, education program. Mm. And and it's not just Singapore, right? I believe you've got a bit of a footprint around Southeast Asia. Could you tell us more about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, last year, October, we are very fortunate to venture into Hong Kong market. And uh, it was actually a very shocking experience where the Hong Kong is, you know, economics is really rebound. And then we were featured by their, uh, you know, economy association as well. And then uh, this year, we are also looking at Thailand, Malaysia, and possibly in Australia. So it's quite ambitious, but I think Southeast Asia market is definitely have a, a quite a bit of a room to grow. Yeah. Wow, hey, that's interesting. Where you talk about Thailand and Australia, first thing that comes to my head is how I mean the kids from these different regions would probably react or perceive edutainment slightly differently. How how does the research go where this is concerned? Yes, that's right. I mean, when we do the market research, especially when we are in uh, Melbourne, Australia, where we want to launch the first flagship, uh, we notice that people there are more, you know, outdoor, more sporty. So uh, the concept we are curating have to be, uh, you know, fit for the local market demand. Where in Thailand, uh, you know, the, the overall environment is similar, like Singapore is hot. A lot, not a lot of outdoor sort of offerings and free offering like Singapore government do. So uh, we put a lot of efforts uh, in terms of indoor structure play and uh, as well as a certain you know role play element, which we feel is, is not in the market as yet. Mm. You talk about these role play elements. Uh, you've got uh, offsite events as well, right? I understand you know things like uh, Jumptopia. Um, tell us a bit more about how that fits into the entire Kistopia ecosystem. I mean, we venture into the uh, the Jumptopia pop-up during the COVID because back then people are not going to the center, which is Marina Square we are at. Uh, we have to go to the, you know, the neighborhood to bring the brand and then being a little bit more mobile. And then throughout uh, last one year, right, we went to uh, different venues, different schools. 
So uh, the pop-up events have been successful. Uh, this year, we are actually uh, also curating another pop-up event. It's more towards the low learning element, uh, which this year is at Vivo City in uh, end of this month. We're going to launch a mobile play, uh, sort of role-play concept in a container setup. So it's going to be very exciting outdoor at the plaza, Vivo City. Let's now talk a little bit about this revamp at Marina Square. How is this different from uh, the previous version? We are about four years down the road, believe it or not. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, upkeep and then, uh, you know, keep up the new concept in the park is, is important. Uh, we're also trying to put a little bit more new concept uh, in the different corner. So when we have a really uh, good crowd, so we can spread out people in the, uh, you know, the different parts of the park. We added about five new uh, zones adding uh, a bit of jumping, a bit of role play, a bit of, uh, you know, the building block construction kind of a concept. So, uh, so far, I think the, you know, the, the feedback has been very positive. Mm, this is quite fantastic. And, and, you know, is it different when you have this flagship at Marina Square and now you're looking at different heartlands? You've already decided on two. Um, how will they be different? And how do you si- decide which heartland area to go to first? Marina Square remains our crown jewel and the flagship, given the size and mm. location, which is central, right? So we do a lot of events like RT, school visit, corporate events, where in the heartland, because of the space constraints, so we go for smaller scales, and then we target for the neighborhood for recurring visits. So the, the concept and size is, uh, you know, a slightly smaller, uh, but we're trying to differentiate uh, a bit here and there from Marina Square, yeah. I know we talk about differentiating, right? But uh, are there pros and cons to opening in the heartlands? I guess for the pros, you would be able to reach another aspect of audience. People are not willing to travel to town. But uh, do you see any challenges in that sense? I mean, challenges is uh, when we build a brand as uh, Marina Square, people expect us like this huge size. So when yeah. we first launched the, the neighborhood in Jurong and Pongo, they, they have a little bit disappointed on the size, but over the time they love it because it's so convenient and they can just go down the, you know, the uh, uh, their resident and go in. Actually, we opened the fifth outlet in Wulane Mall today, this oh, morning. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So the resident love the convenience because they're just living nearby. Yeah. yeah, and Woodley area, I mean, you know, between uh, Serangoon and Potompase is, is quite an upcoming area as well, especially with uh, the other neighbourhoods like the Bidadari neighbourhood coming up. I mean, you're surely going to get more families as time goes along. Yeah, it is. Uh, tell me a bit about this, uh, and, and I know you mentioned it at the start, the, the whole play to learn, learn through play concept. I mean, it's more than just bouncy castles. What's the plan here? Yeah, I mean, what we're trying to curate, every single concept has the uh, a bit more purposely uh, learn, but it's not like subject-based kind of learn. So mm. you learn your self-smart, you learn a bit social, you know, uh, interactions, you, lo- you, you learn the numbers and the shapes and logics and all that. So every bit of a play, you actually get to that uh, learning objective uh, and then also through the family bonding with the parents. So that's, that's what we, we want to bring it a little bit more visible for parents to feel, oh, actually there's a learning component through a day-to-day play. When we look at the emphasis of these sort of uh, play concepts or, or, or edutainment concepts, it does build um, things like leadership skills, uh, even motor skills, for example. Yeah. How do you see all of this fitting in the current education system here in Singapore? There's a lot of emphasis on extracurricular activity as well, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very holistic yeah. thing. I mean, what are your thoughts on this? 
sure. I mean, we have to echo back, uh, you know, what the, uh, the the whole learning objective in the, uh, you know, MO, MOE kind of space. But we also curate uh, our own kind of a STEM curriculum uh, throughout the every month's activities. And then on the quarterly, we also have a, a school holiday program where we boost into, uh, you know, social responsibility, like eco-sustainability, and then also a leadership skills. So it's more like a qualitative rather than the, the subject-based. Kind mm. of accountants, yeah. Okay, so what's next for for Kidstopia? What uh, what are we looking at as far as expansion plans are concerned? Just briefly mentioned earlier, I mean, Singapore, we have uh, uh, about six outlets uh, by end of this month. Uh, we are looking for a few more in the more like a you know prime locations uh, for Singapore market, and then uh, uh, Southeast Asia. We are going to Malaysia and Thailand, and then you know a few other market we're looking to. And then uh, beyond that, uh, brick and mortar business, right? We are also looking at uh, from IP value build up and IP licensing uh, perspective. So hopefully the IP can collaborate with many different kind of uh, uh, you know business traits. I've been speaking with Heidi Tian, who is the founder and CEO of Kizdopia. Thank you so much for your time today. Take and have a great day ahead. Thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. Or download our audio app, that's A-W-E-D-I-O, available on Google Play or the App Store.